Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 132. Stone shook his head. Chee, it's not as easy as that anymore, sir. Things aren't that simple. The private sector, said Wood, the public sector. You know, there's a lot of interplay these days. But I can assure you, said Stone, with another smiley smile, we are the good guys. Are you hungry, sir? He reached into a pocket of his jacket, pulled out a Snickers bar. Here, a gift. Thanks, said Shadow. He unwrapped the Snickers bar and ate it. I guess you'd like something to drink with that? Coffee? Beer? Water, please, said Shadow. Stone walked to the door, knocked on it. He said something to the guard on the other side of the door, who nodded and returned a minute later with a polystyrene cup filled with cold water. CIA, said Wood. He shook his head ruefully. Those bozos. Hey, Stone, I heard a new CIA joke. Okay, how can we be sure the CIA wasn't involved in the Kennedy assassination? I don't know, said Stone. How can we be sure? He's dead, isn't he? said Wood. They both laughed. Feeling better now, sir? asked Stone. I guess. So why don't you tell us what happened this evening, sir? We did some tourist stuff. Went to the house on the rock. Went out for some food. You know the rest. Stone sighed heavily. Wood shook his head as if disappointed and kicked Shadow in the kneecap. The pain was excruciating. Then Wood pushed a fist slowly into Shadow's back just above the right kidney, and he twisted his fist, and the pain was worse for Shadow than the pain in his knee. I'm bigger than either of them, he thought. I can take them. But they were armed, and even if he somehow killed or subdued them both, he'd still be locked in a cell with them. But he'd have a gun. He'd have two guns. No. Wood was keeping his hands away from Shadow's face. No marks, nothing permanent, just fists and feet on his torso and knees. It hurt, and... And that's our page. So I'm not sure if this page is prescient on Neil's part, or if there's just always been rumors and paranoia over a New World Order or some sort of shadowy organization secretly behind everything. The Bilderberg Group, the Illuminati, the Freemasons, the Lizard Men, or whatever crazy bullshit David Ick is spitting up these days. But it seems like... Stone and Wood aren't CIA, based on the joke they make on the page, and then it seems like it's some sort of public and private and government sort of organization. There's a lot of different things, and it definitely points to a more New World Order-style paramilitary group, I guess. Once you get far enough in the novel, you learn that the head of the organization is Mr. World, but beyond that, it doesn't seem like it's a government agency completely, or even... If it is, it's certainly a government agency acting with an amount of <clears throat> agency. At the same time, the name Mr. World suggests that it isn't just American, but significantly more global. It's been about 15 years since the book was written and published, and one could argue that America has become even more of a policeman for the world than it had previously been, though one could argue it's been attempting to fulfill that role since the Korean War, or even before that, really. I think the general feeling we're supposed to get is that it's a secret, shadowy, possibly governmental organization, possibly paramilitary for-profit group a la Blackwater. They seem to operate in the manner we've become accustomed to shadowy groups acting, though. To a certain extent, wood and stone seem a bit too stereotypical. I think... I'm not sure if this comes up again later, but I think we can discuss it at a page or two. They seem to be straight out of a movie or some kind of novel, and I think this is intentional, and I think it's it's more related to they're, they're this prototypical organization, and these people may not be people in the strictest sense. They're more 
there's some suggestion, I think more in the TV show, but maybe in the book as well, that they're old gods who have sided with the new gods. So when it's wood and stone, it's literally the gods of wood and stone. But uh, I'm really not 100% certain on that. I could also be plucking that just straight out of the air. And it's cold air, and I think I'm going to die. At the top of the page, though, I noticed it on my reread here. Stone begins the sentence with the word chi, C-H-E-E. I think it's just a stand-in for G, but it's being spelled in the manner that Stone says it. And the Dreaming podcast taught me that this is called I-dialect, where a word is spelled how it's said, even if it's a non-standard way of spelling the word or phrase. Of course, chichis is slang for tits in Spanish-speaking countries, at least some of them. So, no, actually, that's probably not what that is. And it's interesting that Shadow doesn't seem like he's being particularly difficult and deceptive. He's He told them basically what happened, went to the House in the Rock, did some tourist stuff, which is true, and then went out to eat. He left out the entire journey into Wednesday's mind and all that, but is he being deceptive at this point, or is he just really trying to deal with all that craziness that seemed to happen? At the same time, they seem to know that he has left something out, so clearly this is more of a paranormal sort of governmental or paramilitary or... Ooh, paranormal paramilitary. I like that. But they know he's leaving something out. Near to the bottom of the page, Shadow has an internal struggle, very briefly with himself, over whether or not he should try to take out wood and stone. And I think it's interesting because it's presented in parentheticals, sorry, parentheticals, and a mixture of standard and italic fonts. And then the final no is in both parentheses and italics. Either way, Shadow's making a lot of snap decisions, and his time in prison has supposedly prepared him to be stuck in a small room with assholes on a power trip. So he realizes that even if he could overpower wood and stone, it may not be the best option for a longer life after that. You can get in touch with the show at theworldbeyondthetale at gmail.com or on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganash for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which we use as our theme. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page. And remember, only the gods are real.